Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. St. John Henry Newman, Apostle to the Doubtful by Mariel Trevor and Leonie Caldicott. The later years continued. Dublin and the idea of a university. The same year, still not knowing his fate, Newman went over to Ireland to deliver his lectures on the idea of a university at the Rotunda in Dublin, where he had been invited by Archbishop Cullen to found a Catholic university. There were delays here, too, and Newman was not inaugurated as rector until 1854, though he had taken a house and put things in motion before that. Newman's struggles to found the Catholic university on the right lines were prolonged and exhausting, hampered as he was by Cullen's suspicions of his aims at a liberal education for laymen and by the other Irish bishops' suspicions of Cullen, regarded as too much of a papalist with influence in Rome. He certainly had that, and it was he who prevented Newman's being made a titular bishop, which Wiseman thought he had secured for him, spreading the news around, which became very embarrassing when nothing happened. Newman would have accepted it solely because it would have given him a seat on the university commission. But later he was glad of the omission, since it left him freer to pursue his own work. Newman was looking for work, not honors, in the church. Newman made many lay friends in Ireland, even among the young Ireland Irelanders. Newman made many lay friends in Ireland, even among the young Irelanders. But this only increased the clerical mistrust. Yet he succeeded in setting up faculties appointing well-qualified lecturers, and starting examinations. He also presided over a group of students from various countries who lived in his own house. He shocked Archbishop Cullen by allowing them a billiard table. He was also able to build a university church out of the remainder of the fund for his defense in the Achille trial employing the convert John Hungerford Pollen as architect, who used Celtic marbles to excellent effect. Pollen, newly married at the time, long remembered the charm of Newman's company, walking in Phoenix Park and visiting the zoo. He shed cheerfulness as a sunbeam sheds light, even when many difficulties were pressing. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen.
Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have you ever known someone like Cardinal Wiseman, who boasts or brags or says, that he's going to do something or that something's going to happen and then it doesn't happen. This is often associated with people who struggle with vainglory. They're so excited about news they hear that they want to spread it around, especially if it somehow brings glory to them or makes them seem adm admirable. And often it's very misguided to do this because things don't always happen. We're pretty sure it's going to happen. It seems like a sure thing. And so we tell people. But sometimes it's best just to wait, isn't it? Sometimes it's best just to not make it official till it's official. And in this case... Wiseman was trying to get the Pope to appoint Newman as a titular bishop. Titular means title. In other words, there's all kinds of places in the world, especially in Turkey or in the Middle East, that used to have bishops, many dioceses that had bishoprics. And the church will continue to ordain a man a bishop and give him the title of Bishop of Elizabeth City, Oregon, for example. That's not in the Middle East, it's in the States, but you can have dioceses that were used to exist, they no longer exist, and yet you still appoint a bishop there. He doesn't really have, he has no one there to govern, there's no one there, but it means that it, as a bishop, he has some title to some place to be the bishop of. And this is a kind of custom that's continued in the church. So Newman is told he's going to be a titular bishop. Why would he want to be a bishop? Well, he didn't want to be, but he was told that if he's going to found this university, it would help him to be on equal footing with the other bishops who were planning the university and allow him more ability to influence the university. Well, in the end, Archbishop Cullen used his own influence to stop it. And this should remind us that a lot of times in our lives, or at least occasionally in our lives, we think we really want something, or we're convinced or been persuaded that something will be for the best. And then someone else, either secretly or under some other way, blocks it, stops it gives the job to someone else. And we're crushed, we're disappointed, we thought this was going to happen. In this case, Newman was even given miters, bishop hats, croziers, by people who knew this was going to happen, they were preparing for it. In the end, it didn't happen. And Newman was happy. In the end, this didn't happen. God's providence is always beautiful. God's will always 
does what is beautiful and good and holy. And so we ask the Lord tonight to let us be humble and magnanimous. We want to do great things for God. We want to do many great works for him. We don't have to be honored. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.